All right. Part of growing up is you have to break out of bad habits. And part of breaking out of bad habits is literally forgiving people that traumatized you. Now, this week has been crazy. From two grown senators fighting to this interview right here. Right here. Just listen. Hold up. I'm on YouTube. And I'm going to tell y'all why this correlates with my message today. Watch this. So I'm running all over the, the, the studio. He's not You're doing some real elegant pimp. I'm blowing you up. I love and they'll pay for the ring. Alright. Will and Jada are celebrities that we always had mixed feelings about. I still don't like the fact that Will slapped Chris Rock because he didn't slap August Alcina. And I'm gonna get to my point in a minute. First off. It's Hollywood, these celebrities. Chris said his two cents after the show on a comedy special called, you know, Jada, this, that, for did his thing. Bygones be bygones. That chapter out of their life is over with. I don't know what they're going through. Hold on, let's see. Let's research what Chris said to Jada. And then we will... Um, Get to the topic at hand. Because Jada has did a lot of interviews after this. But let's play you this clip. Says words hurt has never been punched in the face. So. That clip alone shows you that Chris Rock was deeply hurt. And with me being a comedian podcasts and everything everybody have their ways to tell a story and have ways to cope it's like grieving if you lose a family member or, or somebody close to you, you're going to grieve different some people grieve by crying some people grieve by being silent and distancing themselves from people some people grieve and just be mean and evil and lately man i've been going to therapy seeking psychology everything in my life because we're because of trauma. I feel like everybody on this earth that God has created, we all need to have therapy and some form of positive energy. Now, with the Chris Rock and Will Smith situation, that situation is over. I would love for everybody of all parties to just let go and be better. But at the end of the day, they're rich and successful. So who cares? But I played that first clip of Will Smith's friend exposing him with Dwayne Morton, allegedly. And you're getting into a messy interview like Tasha K. Tasha K, DJ Vlad, DJ Academic, and Wendy Williams are the four people that you never want to have an interview with because they tear people down. And I'm not being racist on what I'm about to say, but I'm, not, I'm this message is for my community of African-American people. And I need for us to stop tearing each other down because I'm not racist. I get along with a lot of people. White, black, purple, who cares? And the biggest issue I have is African-American people, we stay tearing each other down. 
we stay tearing each other down in reality TV and everything. We need to band together. Now, culturally, we're good with everybody else. We're good with Hispanic people. We're good with white people. We're good with everybody, no matter their sexual orientation and creed. But we always out here killing each other and we always hurting each other. And part of my trauma in my life, I've had friends that betrayed me, that hurt me. And it sucks. So with Will Smith, friend turning on him, true or not true, it sucks. And then you tell somebody that is mean, evil, and racist, not racist, mean, evil, and disgusting. You would never see me on a Tasha K interview, a DJ Vlad, a DJ Academics, DJ Academics, or Wendy Williams. I would never be on their show because they are messy. They're making a coin, but they're very messy. And I'm just being real. Them are some messy individuals that make monetary gain by tearing black people down. And I don't like it. And I'm a fan of reality TV, and we tear each other down a lot on reality TV. But just like WWE and pro wrestling, that's scripted. That stuff is scripted. Most of these people in real life are friends. They laughing at us right now saying, oh, we just friends. We just, just trying to trigger people. But we deep down, we love each other. And that's the media world. It's entertainment. You should know that. Like, get in touch with reality. But... I myself know how I feel to be betrayed by a friend. I literally had to cut my own best friend off of my life because I had an incident years ago where I didn't want to be here anymore due to her ex-girlfriend hurting me mentally. Overall, I was hurt. And recently, I was looking for a job. A few weeks ago, I've been looking for a job. I've been down bad, but by the grace of God, I just got a recent job. But I contacted my best friend for a um a reference. The school contacted her for a reference because I was going to be like a substitute teacher. Anyways, she asked me some questions about my skill set. So I say I have serving skills and customer serving skills and leadership skills. Simple question. And it was like one of those simple sentences. That's not enough. Learn how to read it. Don't be stupid. Anyways, man, after I took the verbal abuse, I just said, you know, let me block this person and move on with my life and not worry about it no more. And I told my therapist, he agreed. I shouldn't be around it because of trauma triggers. And, you know, blocking people is wrong. But at the end of the day, that Will Smith story is a living example on why you shouldn't trust people that's been a friend of you for a long time. Because one thing I can say, and I pretty much can say this, a lot of y'all go agree on what I'm about to say. People that hurt you more than anybody is always somebody that's close to you, such as family or your friends. And it's people that you've known for a while. And that make me think that people capitalizing on you. And one thing about it, you got to let go of your trauma. You got to forgive that person. So I forgive my former best friend for that. I forgive everybody that caused me trauma to make me feel bad. Although I am at a barrier of friendship. And no matter what class you are, I don't care if you're rich, poor, black, white, who cares? But again, this message is to my African-American community right now. So no disrespect to people. But the Will Smith and Jada thing has been going on for a long time. And listening to Will and Jada, they're going through some trauma right now. And the people like they're celebrities. We don't care about them. They are celebrities. 
But Jada opened up about suicide. Will Smith is going through some stuff that I make that may make him feel suicidal and depressed. I don't know their background, but I feel like after a while they're going to change because you know everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, and that's why I don't play with that open relationship stuff. Everybody makes mistakes. But one thing I noticed, similar to Kanye West and other people, society try to tear my culture down so much that they make us crazy. I see it in pro wrestling right now, where most of the black wrestlers, they deem them as thugs. They make them dance and be stupid. They be yes men and everything. It's it's annoying. It's annoying to see African-American people not taken seriously. Or if they are a serious threat, y'all make them a serious threat and then y'all bury them. And burying in wrestling terms is basically making the person lose. But racism in the WWE is another topic that I'll discuss one day. But Will and Jada go through, are going through trauma. And they're a living example of African-Americans trying to tear each other down because when we see Will and Jada, people have mixed reviews about them. And I don't know. And I noticed something about the world we live in. It's going to take a celebrity, not God or Jesus, but a celebrity to get people's message across. And it kind of sucks that we live in a time like that because that's what all people care about is television and media and they sell your phones. And it, it, it just, it, it sucks. And before media, before cellular phone and before anything, our culture has always sold each other down. So I'm not a fan of Charlamagne the God, but he's matured and he's grown a lot. So I'm I'm giving him kudos for handling that interview well and like a professional. He made jokes and he's going to say stuff that any not other interviewers are going to like say. But I like that the Breakfast Club orchestrates things in a somewhat positive way, although, you know, they're not perfect. But I think after that Birdman interview and, and everything, they kind of a little bit getting a little bit better. But nobody's perfect. And we just got to let go of our trauma. And one trauma we have as African-American people is the trauma of racism. And a trauma of not letting go. And with racism trauma, some people deemed to just hate a certain race of people due to their grandparents telling them to hate that race or things in that nature. So it sucks. Then on the top of that, with the cherry on the top and the whipped cream to make a really fucked up milkshake, we killing each other and we tearing each other down. And killing each other, I mean it literally and figuratively. Literally meaning, you know, you go to a hood, who killing each other? Two rival gangs that were former best friends killing each other. Then figuratively, we killing each other on these platforms, on these podcasts and stuff. Tearing each other down instead of talking to each other and trying to build each other up. And I don't like it. 
I don't care if it was two random people, a man and a woman that was going through shit. We got to stop tearing each other down as African-American people. I'm not trying to sound like a civil rights activist, but a lot of these civil rights activists fought and died for our freedom. And we out here killing each other more than anybody in the world. We can't work together. We can't do nothing together. We can't get in the club together without a damn gunshot or without a fight. And I just wish society can stop painting us as bad guys. Kanye West is like somebody said he's a broken speaker that nobody listens to. Kanye West says crazy stuff. He just don't know how to communicate it well. But he's saying crazy stuff sometimes. But also most of the stuff is true. Most of the stuff he says is true. Not all, but most of the stuff he says is true. But sometimes we don't want to hear that. And media paint him as a bad guy. Which sucks. Or if a black director do something, they get in trouble. But we have a person like Harvey Weinstein. And he has done some crazy things. And people support Harvey Weinstein. Or the guy that directed Jeepers Creepers. He a pedophile. People support him. But if African American people do something bad, we get canceled. And then on top of getting canceled, we tear each other down more than anybody. And we condone it. And it sucks. It sucks so bad. So... I don't know what to do at this point because it's crazy. But we got to stop tearing each other down. And Will and Jado is examples of people that's going through trauma and they got to let, let it go. And I'm kind of happy that all this stuff is going on right now. I'm glad the friend exposed them simply because that verifies that everybody not your friend, no matter if you rich or poor. Celebrity or not, people go turn on you for clout. A real friend ain't gonna never tell your business. A real friend's gonna keep a secret to the day that you die. When a friend is either hurt or mad, they go expose your business. And people have hurt me so much, I haven't exposed their business. I probably did when I was younger, like a kid, but as I got older, I don't do that. Like, just because somebody did this, don't mean nothing. Not gonna tell nobody, oh, this person's got raped. Oh, this person's got beaten up. Oh, this person is this. I'm not going to do that. I don't care how mad I am about it at a person. I'm never going to expose their business. Even if they did me wrong, I'm not going to do that. I remember somebody did me so wrong, I cried. Then come to find out, I think they were at their deathbed and I felt bad. And I'm like, this person, I almost hated this person. But once we let go of our trauma, just like I said in my last podcast of your brain is the strongest muscle in the world, your mouth is. Once you release stuff and talk about it and proclaim that you're going to get that negative mindset out of you and do it, you're good. Because it's Will Jada, Will Jada, Will Jada, Will Jada, Will Jada, Will Jada, Will Jada. And they just, they literally are an example of my message. But people tear them down a lot and they be African American people. And I love that the Breakfast Club is going a positive route with it and talking to them. This should be their highest view video. Screw the Birdman video. That should be the highest paid video. 
Because that's how I learned about it because of the Birdman video. Is Charlemagne messy? Yeah. But I don't think he intend on breaking tearing us down because once you get older, you get more mature, you learn from your mistakes. People like Wendy Williams, DJ Vlad, DJ Academics, don't learn from their mistakes. Tasha Kate, don't learn from their mistakes. And once these people get sued, they lose money. And they keep getting sued or threatened, they lose money. And what goes around comes around. Wendy Williams has tore so many black people down, it is sad. I remember she tore down a celebrity because he got raped. Then I remember one time she was seizing an audience member on the way she looked. I think she had a mental, like a physical disability or something. Wendy teased her. Now look at Wendy. Wendy is sick. I remember that time when Wendy Williams fell off that stage. I didn't feel bad for her. Not because I'm heartless. I don't feel bad for her. But a lot of black people is like culturally possessed listening to these evil cults led by our people and this their goal is to tear us down because again we have other forms of racist people that's tearing us down but why we tear each other down think of it as a village or a tribe or 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 anything we're all divided against classes or the races or anything and we all are already the underdogs. Then we end up turning on each other knowing that somebody else hates us or don't like us. Because racism is never going to die, and I hate to say it, but we kill each other so much that I don't even think racism is worse on how we're killing each other. And I say that because it's all in the media. And people, we spend so much time on the negative that we don't spend much time on the positive. I'm not saying this for everybody. But a lot of times we spend so much time on the negative and not on the positive. And we got to see the positive. If a person is acting a certain way, it's a reason. And this goes for everybody right now. I'm not even going to do the black, white card. If you going through trauma and pain, let go. Let go of that shit. Release it. If if you have trust issues like I do and don't want to be friends with people, that's okay. But eventually, we got to get out of that mindset of, oh, I'm never going to make no good friends. Program your mindset you're going to make some good friends. And once you do, good people will come to you. Do something you like and they'll come to you. And Will and Jada is examples because both of them went through some pain. Chris Rock handled the situation well because he's a comedian. He's doing his thing. Will and Jada doing their thing. They donated some money to Tyrese Gibson and people have mixed reviews by Tyrese. So these people have some heart and compassion. But it's a lot of people in life that's going through marriage and going through life right now that's going through trauma. And once they release it, they feel good about each other. And they're going to reflect back on that. So we got to stop tearing them down. Because... At first, I wasn't a fan of her. Now, I'm like, okay, cool. Cool. And then I wasn't a fan of Will at times when he slapped Chris Rock. But then as I progressed and saw the trauma that everybody went through, it's like, okay. People are like, well, that's not right. Okay, well, are you perfect? Okay, then. So since none of us is perfect, we can't judge nobody.
So we just got to learn how to love each other. And we got to learn how to um, hold on. We got to learn how to just let go of our trauma and grow. And some people can't get the message through religion. Some people can't get the message through working out or reading. I'm a person, I'm a visual learner or a listener. And we live in a time where we got to watch podcasts or YouTube or watch church online. So we're in a digital world, so... It's good to see interviews of people that we quote unquote could stand or dislike and for them people to talk about their problems and talk about their flaws instead of bottling it in or making them feel like they're better than us. And for them people to just do that, I give them kudos because they are normal human beings with like us, except we may be the same type of human being, may have the same blood, may breathe the same air, which we all do. We all literally breathe the same air and live on the same planet. Yet we go through problems and we release problems. So that makes us feel good. It's like, okay, this person going through something too. So it's just not because I'm a nobody or this person or that, that my problems are bad. So again, I give them kudos for doing that because that's really brave for them to do. It is very brave for them to do. And people are like, well, they're actors, they're acting. I think they're BSing. Yeah, they are actors, but I have the ability of being a communications major and an actor to know when a person is acting and when a person is lying. And I don't feel like they were lying or being manipulative. Because let me tell you something. I know a lot of manipulative people. And a manipulated, a manipulative person and a liar, I can sniff them out like a canine dog sniffs out weed and any other drugs. I know that. And I don't feel like she was lying. I don't. I know when people lie. I know a liar when I see them and when a person don't care. A good example of a person that don't give a shit, that don't care, that was doing the, mo the most and putting their acting chops into fruition is R. Kelly. And people support him still to this day. It's people, especially of my culture, that love R. Kelly no matter what, but yet he did this stuff to children. Oh, I just like his music, but he did this stuff to children. Why support him and he did this stuff to kids? What if he did that to your kid? Oh, no, nah, I'm going to mess him up. And then there's some people like, well, at least I get some money for it. Yet, yeah, y'all like celebrities like that and support them. But when we talk about mental health and trauma, y'all judge people for mental health and trauma and tear them down. Because they're humans just like me and you. We got feelings. People, I was raised where, oh, if you cry, you a bitch. No, you're not. If a man cried on me, he'm a bitch. Now, if you whining like a bitch, that means you're a bitch. Like, oh, no. Crying is a good way to release all that bottle and pain. 
Every time I think of a bottle, I think of a liquid, like water or something. Every time I think of a bottle, it's something that always go inside a bottle. And once you unscrew that bottle, you pour that liquid, like water. Or if you unscrew a bottle, like it's a bottle of Fabuloso, so you clean it up, put it in your water, soak your mop, mop your floor. Once you release stuff from that bottle, you're performing something. But if that bottle is full, it's like a soda bottle. It's like you keep shaking that bottle and keep shaking that bottle. And once you keep shaking it, as soon as you open it, it's going to fizz and it's going to explode everywhere. And that's how I feel about Jada and Will. That's how I feel about people in general, similar to myself, that go through mental health and depression and had suicidal thoughts and everything and nobody understood us, no matter our credibility. I don't care if my credibility is celebrity credibility. I don't care if I'm a server. I don't care if I'm a podcast. I don't care if I'm a YouTube. I don't care what I am. My credibility determines on who I am and what I am. Because everybody is making their bag no matter what. As long as you're making your bag and able to pay your bills and do what you want to do, a title of a celebrity or a server or an actress or whatever you want to be in life shouldn't matter. Because you're making your bag, you're doing good, and you're happy. But part of being happy is to let go and to release stress. And like I said... Part of my mental health series that I'm doing, you release stuff. Once you release stuff, it makes you feel really, really good. It's like sex. Once you have sex, adults, you release that. And you know what I mean by that. So once you release that with somebody you love, it's a good feeling. With somebody you love, quote, with somebody you love, you release it because y'all are making love. So you release something, releasing tears. You're releasing that pain so you can feel good, so you could be strong. Big example. When you're working out, you sweating. And that sweat right there indicating that you just you you your body is working. And when your body works, that, that right there is good. You sweating. Keep sweating, drinking water, sweating. Keep drinking water. The more time you sweat and drink water, you go pee. You're releasing that. So at the end of the day, once you release something. It's going to make you feel good. And I give Jada and Will kudos for releasing their pain, especially Jada. Because Jada is painted as a Disney villain to a lot of us. But every Disney villain has an origin story. And it makes you think of that Disney villain like Maleficent. We hated her in the cartoon movies, but when they made the live action movie, you felt bad for it. And you see origin movies of bad guys and see why they that way. And then they change the storyline up and then come to find out they're not really bad. Like Corella, she really wasn't a bad guy. She'd been through some pain. And then they rewrite the story because it's like, okay, it's trauma and pain. But again, definitely go to the Breakfast Club and check out Jada's interview. It's chill, it's positive, it's no, it's deep. The Tasha Kate interview, check that out too. Not because I don't like Tasha Kate, never did. But Watch the Tasha K interview and see how Will's friend exposed him. Because Will's friend is wrong. But one thing about it, I think I'm like one of the only few people that peeped this. I see a little bit of hurt in Will's friend's eyes because this was just a snippet of the interview. So I don't know if Will did something to him. That don't excuse the fact that he did that because that's 40 years of friendship. 
that friendship been occurring since 1980 something 1983 or something i don't know yeah 1983 so from 1983 to 2023 what triggered you to tell your best friend secret which is fucked up but what triggered that so it's more to the story and and the best way to do that is you should have spoke to your friend about that. And a lot of people saying that man may get killed or murdered for that. I honestly don't think Will and Jada are that type. Will and Jada are the type like me. You defame me, I'm suing you. That's it. I think suing a person is good. And I think being better than a person is good. It wouldn't satisfy me if I killed somebody. I would feel bad. But suing a person... To me, it's like a good ass whooping to me. It's like the bully getting his ass whooped. Sue him. Sue somebody. Or it's like setting it up to a bully. So we go find out what's going on. But at the end of the day, make sure y'all listen, subscribe to my channel. And if you're going through mental health, pray. Call somebody that's positive. Or listen to some of my videos. Sometimes my shit can be cringe. It can make your day. It's going to make you want to stand on earth like, oh, man, this dude sucks. Or, oh, man, this dude is so good. Let me listen. Whatever you think, whatever. But you have a good day and peace out.